Nimmt es gerade das Audio auch auf? Ja. auf? Perfekt, damit wir ein paar Outtakes haben. <lacht> Outtakes, Outtakes, 1, 2, 3. Alles klar, sollen wir anfangen? Lass uns mal loslegen. Did you get that? So also ich verstehe nur Bahnhof. You only understand train station? It's all Greek to me. Understanding train station. Living between cultures with Josh and Phelan. Hey everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Understanding Train Station. Today we're in, in Christmas mood. Yeah, I didn't realize it, but our sweaters kind of match. <laughs> kind of. Or we're both wearing actually, like a reddish. Like, how do you say when um, two um, colors, you, in, in, uh, in German you say they bite? Oh, they clash. They clash. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also I, I set up some Christmas decoration. I'm kind of proud of myself because I'm not usually the type of person that sets up decorations. Um, I'm not that like, you know kind of person that always gets cute little things and decorates things according to the season but i found this in our basement i'm not so. i'm the same way I, i don't i don't i think i own any christmas decorations but if i like had a house i would definitely have like a christmas tree and all yeah. that well but. we actually have a christmas tree in the basement here um in the house that i live in with my roommates but since i'm about to leave for germany i don't think i'm gonna set it up at all but um for those of you who are listening on the audio version if you want to see my amazing it's not it's really not that amazing <laughs> Um, Christmas decoration. You can check us out on YouTube um, and you can see us record the podcast. It's just this little thing that I found that kind of like says so and so many days until Christmas. My, fam my family has one of those as well at our house and it's like a little snowman. Oh. His, he has like string, his mittens are on strings and they hang around his neck and you can like turn it around. That's adorable. But I feel like that's a pretty common thing to to have here. Really? I never yeah. had that. But I mean, in Germany, we have Adventskalender. Adventskalender. We're going to talk about that because, of course, today we're going to talk I was about say, Christmas. <laughs> if you guys haven't picked up on what the topic is yet, then uh, just for all of you, it is Christmas. It's Christmas. Weihnachten in German. Yes. So we thought that we would just kind of talk about what American Christmas is, what German Christmas is, yes. um, what people tend to do, what our personal experiences are. Um, As we've gotten feedback in the past, I'm from the Midwest. Um, there may be different um, traditions depending on where you are in the United States. So um, just remember to keep that in mind that my perspective is a Midwest Ohioan perspective. Um, people in the Northeast, people in the South, people out West, the Southwest, they're all going to have slightly different variations of their experiences. And as you will soon find out in Germany, that tends to be the case as well. There are some slight variations to Christmas traditions in the North. Not just like especially in Germany with those kind of things like Christmas and I think carnival was pretty extreme too because I made a carnival video last February and did a bunch of research. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just slight differences, it's literally entirely different in different regions. Yeah, yeah. Um, like especially with carnival there were, so this is kind of off topic right now of course, but there were literally different traditions in each village. Yeah. Like from village to village they have these different um what do you say like shouts like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. what they I, shout like mm -hmm. uh, hello alaf yeah those it, things there's so i work with a couple people who are from the rheinland region and one of them was telling me about that how like each village like when they all go to cologne for like the big carnival yeah. everyone will yell like their their shout if you will from their yeah. village 
and he's from I think I think it's called Vissen, mm-hmm. and I think there's this like Vissen Oyoyo or something like that. Yeah, it's crazy. Like I wasn't aware. I I knew that they were different shouts. I just didn't know that they were that many. Like literally, yeah. that each village has their yeah. own and like their own carnival traditions too. The Cologne one is Kula Alaf, right? Yes, and then I think Helau is Düsseldorf okay. or Mainz. Oh, now okay, now I'm getting hate. <laughs> now I think it's Düsseldorf. <laughs> I'm not from that region. <laughs> But okay, let's go back yeah, to the back actual to topic. Christmas. Christmas. So yeah, it's the same in Germany. There's different traditions in the different regions mm-hmm. of Germany. And I think like actually it's not really within Germany. It's really within Europe because like a lot of the traditions that people have in northern Germany are similar to the traditions in like Denmark, the Netherlands. Yeah. So And mm-hmm. my traditions are similar to the ones in Austria. I'm from the south of Germany, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. I'm from Munich, which is in Bavaria. So yeah, those kind of things are definitely very regional things. For sure. And I, I think one thing that's interesting too, and I notice in my family, because like my grandparents are from West Virginia, mm-hmm. or one of my grandparents is from West Virginia. And you see like some different like family things that we think are just family things sometimes, but then you realize, oh wait, that's a regional thing that your family just brings mm-hmm. with them from where they're originally from. So I'm sure that happens in Germany too, where you have the Northerners who come to the South and bring Northern traditions with them. Yeah, so you feel kind of special and individual, but then you figure out that you really aren't. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I guess Christmas in Germany is not just Christmas. Like I took a bunch of notes and there's just so much to it. It really starts back in November already. Um, I'm not sure what it's like in the US. I mean, of course, I I know what it's like, but here it's more this like commercialized thing. Like, yes, it does start kind of early too, but I feel like there aren't as many traditional things that happen throughout like November and December that Mm -hmm. have to do with Christmas as there are in Germany, at least. So like my list, yeah, starts all the way back in um, November or sometimes it's like early December, but it starts with... um, the first Advent Sunday. Yeah. That's the third, Which, first thing. That's the first thing that you have written down. Mm-hmm. I was going to say one thing in my family, in our family, it's sacrilege to put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. Okay. But there are a lot of Americans who do that. So they like, yes. it. for me, it's kind of weird because then you get in the Christmas spirit and then you have to like press pause and then do Thanksgiving real quick. And then you hit play again and then you're back in, in Christmas. So, um, like in my family, my mom hates it when Christmas decorations are up before Thanksgiving or if she hears like Christmas music before mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, like all of that is a no-go in my family. Yeah, that's definitely a no-go in Germany, even though we don't have Thanksgiving. But Christmas really doesn't start until, until the, the first... Advent time starts, yeah. which starts with the first Advent Sunday. So that's really like we have this um, dedicated time. Like it mm-hmm. starts with the first Advent Sunday and then it ends on um, Heilige Drei Könige, which mm-hmm. is the three wise men. What is it? Yeah. I don't know what the name of that holiday is in English because we don't really celebrate it too much. It's a, a pretty Catholic holiday, I mm, think. Yes. I know in like Spanish, they have that as well, like in Mexico. Yeah, they celebrate it's January the three, 6th. Yeah, they celebrate the three wise It's like the three wise men coming. Yeah, that's what I just said. Okay, I guess I got it I know. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. That's what the three kings are called, the three yeah. wise men in English. But as far as a holiday is concerned, it's not super common in the US. No, it's not. But for us, so it goes up until December 6th. And after December 6th, only weird people still have Christmas decorations up. <laughs> there are some people who have Christmas decorations up all year round. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I like Christmas. Own, I, I So when people ask me what my favorite holiday is, which seems to be kind of like a common question in the US, I don't hmm. think I was ever asked that in Germany, but here people ask that kind of a lot. I always say Christmas because I love Christmas and we don't really have all these other holidays that you have in the US. We have Christmas, Easter, 
some people celebrate Halloween. I mean, I obviously like I go to Oktoberfest, but I don't really say that I celebrate Oktoberfest. Yeah. Like some Americans think that Oktoberfest is a holiday, but it's really not. It's just a festival that takes place. Yeah. Um, so that's funny to hear you say, though, because Germany has a lot of actual public holidays. True. But holidays that people actually celebrate, like yeah. there are traditions, not many, like the only one that besides the ones that you mentioned that really comes to mind is like Christi Himmelfahrt, where it's like Vater Tage at the same oh, day. Oh, so true. Like the, mother, so yeah, that's, Mother's that's Day the ascension. Day. It's mm. the ascension of Christ into heaven. Um, and people, it's also kind of like a man's day. Like people will go out and in Germany you can drink in public so that they will bring a little wagon with them full of beer and just spend time in a park or yeah. walking around. There's and, really no connection to the Christian holiday yeah. though. It's just, it just happens to be a day off for yeah. people and it's, it's Father's Day in Germany. Um, true. Yeah. I mean, obviously me as a woman, um, I haven't celebrated that day yeah. really. Um, but yeah, Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday. So going back to what we talked about, I, I'd be okay with having Christmas decorations up all year long, but I think then it wouldn't really be special anymore. Exactly. How how do we want to do so this? Do we want to go through my notes, like one point on my my list and then one point on your list, or do we want to? Talk how about, about we just kind of go chronologically, starting at okay. the first Advent, and then we can kind of compare as we get closer okay. to Christmas. Sounds good. So basically, the first Advent usually depends on the year. Um, it's the fourth Sunday before Christmas Eve, if that made sense. So you go to Christmas Eve and you count you count one Sunday back. And then three more, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And then that's the first Advent Sunday. Um, so the fourth Advent Sunday is going to be the Sunday before Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, so that Sunday usually, typically, is in November still. And most families have a, a, an Advent wreath. So that's something that I grew up with. It's like this little wreath. Many families mm-hmm. make it themselves with their kids. You decorate it, but you can also just buy it at the store, pre-decorate it. And then it has four candles. Aren't there actually fit five candles on it? Okay, because not the ones I yeah. So Advent Advent wreaths also exist in the U.S. and people do celebrate the Advents. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly Catholic people, right? Not necessarily, but yeah, I, th- I would probably say it's most mostly Catholic, mostly Catholic. Um, but like my family didn't celebrate it. And I was just talking to my parents about that, and they were saying that that's one thing that they wish we would have celebrated mm-hmm. is because it's nice to have like each week something. But the reason I said that was because I think I've seen some of the wreaths where there are four main candles and then a little candle in the center that you use then to light the various wow. candles. Interesting. No, we just like I could be had wrong, a lighter. Though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure that's a thing, just not what I grew up with. But yeah, each Sunday you light another candle and then like throughout the week, at least in my family, we would just light up the candles just because it's nice and mm-hmm. we would sit together and eat our Christmas cookies, have maybe someone over for coffee and cake and yeah. you would light up the candles that are currently lit up. You mm-hmm. can't you, of course you can't light up the new candle until it's actually the that Third Sunday or second, yeah, Advent Sunday. Um, and so each so each Sunday you add another candle. You to add the group another, that you yeah. Light. So you then at the end there's four candles burning, mm-hmm. and that means that it's almost Christmas. Yeah. Um, and in school we actually celebrated this too, um, especially in elementary school. I remember that each Friday, so like the Friday before that Advent Sunday, we would all gather in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the first through fourth grades. And each Friday, there was another um, class because we talked about it, how we stick together in classes in school. And so each class was responsible for preparing something like a play or a Mm, poem or a song. And then we would have to perform that in front of like the rest of the school. Mm -hmm. So I remember that was always a pretty big thing. And then 
I think before or after that little performance, there was this huge advent wreath hanging from the ceiling in yeah. like our lobby, and we would light that. I don't remember what they had, but they had like this long, I think, stick or something. Yeah, I've seen those to light it. Probably what they used to use to light street lamps. Yeah, something like that. And then we would sing songs because songs are also, at least for kids, a very common thing mm-hmm. to sing during Advent. So there's like. Um, yeah, wir sagen euch an den ersten Advent, seht okay. die erste Kerze brennt, etc. It's actually a song, so you sing uh-huh. it. But, and there's lots of poems, too. So Yeah, that's very similar to what we do in the U.S. It's not necessarily um, associated with the various Advents, but just the Christmas season. Um, I remember having like Christmas plays in elementary mm-hmm. school that we would put on. and um, But yeah, so we have very similar similar experiences in that regard. We learned various Christmas play or Christmas songs. I have a distinct memory of us all going like in class. We would learn a song. It's the Jingle Bell Rock. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a super classic, like old, old, old Christmas song. But um, we learned the text to the song, and then also there was a dance associated with it. Mm-hmm. And then everyone in the elementary school went out into the hallways and they played it over the loudspeaker. Oh. And then everyone did the dance together in That's the hallway. Awesome. And That's like very all, American. And all of the teachers were like <laughs> dressed up in their Christmas sweaters and various... Uh, decorations were all throughout the school and like that's one distinct memory I have from the Christmas time and during elementary school. Yeah, that literally sounds like high school musical to me. Like yeah. that sounds so typical American. I, I wish I had experienced that. But on, at the same time, like the Christmas traditions are very nice to experience in Germany too. So definitely, definitely. Um, kind of like in that regard, you, you were talking about how each Sunday you get together as a family for mm-hmm. the first advent. Um, And I said that my parents wish we would have done that. But we did something slightly different that was, I think, specific to my family. I don't know where my parents got the idea, but they did Christmas blessings. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning of the Christmas season, probably before, or maybe they did it as they were going, who knows. It's funny when you're like a kid trying to think of what your parents did, like how they prepared. It was probably all just on the fly. Um, But they got uh, Hershey's Kisses. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they wrote... Which is a candy for yeah. all the Germans listening. It's like this little... Um, yeah, it's just a little ch- chocolate piece. Yeah, it's like a trying... It's like a cone. A small yeah. little chocolate cone. As a German, they're not very good. Hershey's chocolate is not very good. <laughs> I like Hershey, Hershey's Kisses. Like bars of Hershey, Hershey chocolate, I could do without. It's both not good. Um, well. Hershey's Kisses are good. <laughs> but what my parents would do is they would get these Hershey's kisses and then they would write a blessing, like something that's that they love about you mm-hmm. or that they care about you or that something you do to brighten their day. And they put it in the in the Hershey's kiss wrapping. Okay. And then each day for the Christmas season, we would get to open it up in the evening and have our Hershey kiss and then see the blessing that they wrote us. Okay. So like that was something leading up to, to Christmas. And we were always so excited to get our Christmas blessing in the evening. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure if... German families are really that loving. I would say um, in Germany, it's not not all that common. I don't want to speak for every family, of course, but um, within a family, we're not always as loving as American families are, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's hard to generalize that, but because I, like, I know a lot of American families that they would never do something like that. But my family is a very emotional family. Like we can't, like that's something that my parents really put yeah. a lot of value on is like, they tell me that they love me so many times that you're like, oh gosh, which I know that there are some families where that they never hear that. Or if you grow up without parents or, I mean, it's just tricky to generalize that, but I would, I would say in general, you're right that Americans tend to be very open with their emotions as opposed to Germans who are a little bit more reserved. But yeah, but the thing is like from, from my experience though, 
Oh, this is a difficult topic. It's not really what we wanted to talk about. <laughs> but um, so this is just a brief summary. Like, yeah. of course, there's so much more to it. But from my experience, people say I love you all the time to each other, like within a family, like on the phone, like love you, mom. Bye. Yeah. But it like it kind of loses meaning, mm -hmm. its meaning. And um, I wouldn't say that German families who don't do that are less loving. Um, many German families show their love in a very different yeah. way and sometimes in a more, in my opinion, more relevant way mm -hmm. um, of like actually supporting each other and actually being there for each yeah. other. And I've, I think this like family love that I've observed in the US sometimes, as I say, you can't generalize it, sometimes is kind of um, a part of this superficiality that people mm -hmm. sometimes say that Americans have. Yeah, I could see why you would, why you may say that. Um, Obviously not in every family that's true, but yeah. I've definitely observed it. And yeah, just just because you always say I love you on the phone and then yeah. you don't act on it doesn't mean you, you're actually a good parent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a saying, actions speak louder than words. Um, and like you said, we didn't really want to particularly get into this topic, but just no, really, really, qu no, really quickly though, there's the concept of love, love languages. I don't know if you've heard yeah. of that. But I mean, some some people really respond well to words, and others to acts, and others to um, like well, giving gifts. Like I think Absolutely. that's another one. So it's interesting. Different people show love in different ways. So. Yeah, and I think like overall, I would say Americans just tend to use those words yeah. a little bit more than Germans do. I would agree. Do, just in, in, in my general. experience. Yeah. So, um, well, going back to that thing, we um, you said we gathered every Sunday for Advent Sunday. Mm -hmm. We don't. We didn't actually do that like on purpose it's just like you were all home it's, and yeah it's on the on the dining table yeah. and then like whenever you're bre having breakfast or something you just light it up yeah. um but i definitely whenever i was a kid i didn't want them to light the candle without me being there i was mm -hmm. always like wait for me wait for me i'll come <laughs> um yeah but then besides the advent wreath which also the decorating process was also a lot of fun too by the way the decorate um, so that's an interesting topic when you say the decorating process do you mean the decorating of the wreath or the of, decorating of the, of the house the and wreath. the tree because i think that's do another lots of decorating at the house actually yeah that's what i was going to talk about yeah. then is so what does christmas decorations really mean for you because like traditionally i feel like in the u.s what most people think of is lights outside on your house a big blow-up santa in the front yard or or a snowman inside everything glittery red uh gold all of the christmas colors green um like having your big tree that's very, very full and lots of family ornaments. We can go more into detail on some of this stuff, but what does your family do to decorate their house for Christmas? Not a lot. So my family also like isn't huge on decorations, mm -hmm. but I, I'd say like some people are de like definitely decorate their houses a little bit more than my family, but not too many families. I, I'd say like most families don't decorate a whole lot either so what we do is we have our advent wreath mm -hmm. then sometimes you have like a nativity scene set up um but i'm not even sure if we do set you want that up what was the early. german word for nativity scene yeah just for that um german i'm not listeners. sure if we set that up early i'll have to think about that it's possible that we didn't set that up until christmas eve um we usually have like a wreath on our door mm -hmm. um like a christmas theme wreath then we do have some lights outside but you know very um, subtle low key very subtle yeah. subtle lights yeah like maybe one or two trees that we have outside they just get regular fairy lights and w what do you mean by fairy lights though just like the just christmas lights christmas lights okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah just the um white ones or like mm -hmm. warm white ones yeah nothing you know crazy i mean some houses do have colored ones or like ones that are flashing or something but most houses in germany will just have either nothing outside yeah 
or like some of those lights and that's yeah, it. Yeah, some of some of the people in the US go crazy with it. Like they, yes. they will coordinate their lights to different music that they'll have then on a speaker out front and but like one thing that I think of like when I think of kind of a subtle German maybe um Christmas decoration and I don't it's just in my brain. I don't know if I, this is actually what people do, but I have seen it in the US too. People would like to put like a candle in their window maybe with like a a small wreath or stuff like that. More Possible. subtle, not like the big flashy stuff that we tend to see here outside in front yards in the U.S. Yeah. It's definitely not in your face like it is in the U.S. Like in the U.S. it's always like everything here, yeah. a little over the top, a little extreme and like all this like, as you said, these like blown up Santas and yeah. snowmen and whatever. Or you'll see like a Santa and a whole bunch of reindeer on someone's on roof. The roof. Yeah, we don't, you don't, I mean... I've seen it sometimes in Germany, but it's not very common. We like the idyllic yeah. um, scenery. Another thing that I just um, thought about as decoration is these, um, I don't even remember what they're really called in German. Um, I think it's Weihnachtspyramide, possibly. I should probably look it up. Yeah, it's kind of like those things, but they're huge. Um and you put candles yeah, and, and the, then and it the heat spins. Spin, makes yeah. it spin, yeah. Do you guys have that in no, the US? No, I, I hadn't seen that until I started learning more about German culture. Yeah, so it's essentially like a pyramid with a big fan at the top mm-hmm. that isn't, there's no motor that makes the fan turn. And sometimes there are little characters that are then yeah. attached to the center pole and that's connected to the fan. Yeah. So then when you light the candles, the hot air starts to make the fan turn. It's like a ceiling fan, essentially. And then the characters start to turn around inside of the pyramid. Yeah. It's really cool. And there are some big ones too. Yeah. Like huge, like sizes of buildings. Yeah, that's another thing that I could think of regarding decorations. One thing that you said earlier was that you don't decorate the tree until Christmas Eve. We don't even set it up until Christmas Eve. Which is completely different than what we do yeah. here in the U.S. We set up our tree as a family normally right after Thanksgiving, like that weekend of Thanksgiving. We all depending on how time allows, everyone will get together and we have all of our family ornaments that we get throughout the years of just being alive as gifts. Um, and we all get together and put the ornaments on the tree. But, and then it's st- the tree is up for the duration of the Christmas season. So yeah. pretty much the entire month of December. Does your family have a fake tree? Uh, this I think we do have a fake tree now, but I always grew up with real trees. How does it work? It doesn't usually survive that long. Which like one, how, the tree? The, a real tree. So if you set mm-hmm. it up right after Thanksgiving, isn't it like almost entirely dried out when it's time it's for Christmas? It's pretty dry, but I mean, you put it in a holder that has water in it at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, we do that too. But usually, okay, so yeah. <laughs> most German families have a real tree. And yeah. I think most German families can agree with me on this experience. You get the real tree. We usually set it up. Most families do this on December 24th or like mm-hmm. just a couple of days before Christmas. Um, and then it stays until January 6th. Mm-hmm. So not very long. But even during that time when we um, take it down, yeah. it literally falls apart, even though we do put it in the, in the stand with the water. Yeah, I think maybe it has to do something with the type of tree that we use in the U.S. too, because mm-hmm. the trees are different. The type of trees is in and of itself different. I feel like German trees tend to be more sparse, fewer branches, or the branches are more spread out. Whereas the American tree is very dense. So maybe it just has something to do with the type of tree. I don't know. But at at the same time... What type of tree do you guys use here? Oh, gosh. I don't know what it's called. Okay. So in Germany, I think... I want to say spruce. Yeah. But that's what we usually use, too. Or, I mean, traditionally, as in the song, O Tannenbaum, um, people would use... What is it in? A fir? Yeah, a fir. A fir. Um, That's tanne. But tannin uh, firs aren't as easy to maintain as spruces. I think I 
I believe that's the reason why we use spruces, or maybe just because there are more. If you know, let me know in the comments. Oh gosh, this is hard to talk about without being, without them being able to see our screens. Because I want to say like, this is to me. Well, we can show it in the yeah. YouTube video at least. This is to me more of a typical German tree, mm. whereas this is more like a typical American. Yeah. No, I totally know what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, like I said, maybe it has something to do with that. Maybe I think people have like. You can give food to the tree, too, in the water. Like, there are mixes that you can put in the water to help. Um, but, no, I mean, it definitely loses its, its I want to say needle. I think they're called needles. Yeah, they're um, called needles in German. I know, that's, but yeah. that's why I don't know <laughs> if it's called that. What is it called? Maybe it is needle. I don't know. But they lose their leaves, their needles. Yeah, needles. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh, English. Um, they lose their needles pretty quickly. Yeah. So you always have to constantly vacuum around it. So. Yeah. But no, you're right. At the end of the Christmas season, it's pretty close to dead. Okay. I was just wondering because like and, and with a real tree. getting it out of the house, it's a pain because it's dirty yeah. everywhere and you have to vacuum for like days afterwards. Yeah, that's the same in Germany. But I was just surprised that you said that you had a real tree mm -hmm. and set it up after Thanksgiving because I would just feel like, why would you have, why would you want to have like an old dried out tree for Christmas? Yeah. Like, don't you want to have it look nice yeah. on Christmas? I see what you're saying. <laughs> Yeah, I've never thought of that though, but yeah. But I, so the reason also why I was surprised is that most Americans that I know here have mm -hmm. fake trees. Which fake trees are very common. Aren't very common in Germany at all. Yeah. I don't think I know anyone who has a fake which tree. Which I think is kind of a shame. I mean, it's easier, that's for sure. But, and that goes back to the convenience that Americans like. But one of my favorite memories from the Christmas time is going, or from Christmas time, is going out with my family to find our Christmas tree. Mm. Like, we would go to Lowe's, which is like a um, uh, like a hardware store, kind of like a okay. Obi type place. Yeah. And they would have a whole bunch of Christmas trees, and we would all fight f to get our tree to be the one that okay. we chose. Um, a couple of years, we went to like a tree farm and actually cut it down ourselves. Yeah. Um, and that's like a fun family activity, like as a kid, you know. Yeah, for sure. So I guess decorations. Then to sum it up, in the U.S., obviously include the tree. In Germany, they don't until later in yeah. the season because, like, as I said, my family doesn't set it up until the morning of December 24th. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what most families do. That's what we learned in school about German culture as well. Yeah. So we set it up, we decorate it together, and then, like, we don't really do a whole lot on Christmas Eve. Um, like, we just kind of, like, hang, hang out as a family, maybe mm -hmm. have lunch together, listen to the radio or, like, Christmas music all day. And then we get ready later in the day because Christmas Eve is when we actually celebrate the main Christmas Yeah, so when, when you refer to Christmas in German, you tend to refer to Holy Night is yeah. what they call it, which is on the 24th, which yes. for Americans would be Christmas Eve. Yeah. So when... You're in the U.S. and you refer to Christmas, people automatically think of December 25th. Yeah. But in Germany, if you say Christmas, people think of December 24th. Yeah. So that's, that can lead to some confusion. We were actually just having this conversation because, um, as you mentioned at the beginning of the episode, we have like a countdown to Christmas thing here on our table. And we were wondering how many days should we put? Should we do the American days to Christmas or the German days to Christmas? Or the real days, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, obviously, since was, this was going to be the next thing I was I wanted to talk about is the advent calendars yeah. that are very, very common in Germany. And so whenever it's like a countdown to Christmas, advent calendars in Germany have 24 little doors. Yeah. So I automatically mm -hmm. think about how many more days until the 24th. Yeah. It's just what I grew up with. So yeah, that's something that usually happens pretty closely or like sometimes even on the same day as the first advent Sunday 
is December 1st is when you can open your first door on your advent calendar. Mm -hmm. And this is also a thing that not a lot of Americans do or even know about. Yeah. Um, in Germany, almost every kid has one. And it's also a thing that, you know, you do at school. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes your class or your kindergarten group like makes their own little advent calendar. Yeah. Um, you can buy them at the store with filled with chocolate, mm -hmm. filled with I've toys. seen wine ones. Yeah, wine. There's all kinds of different advent calendars yeah. that you can buy. Many people make them themselves just like um, by filling little sacks with gifts or like just preparing 24 little presents. Weren't we just talking to Niklas the other day about a beer custom? Yeah. Like a, a a bucket of not a bucket of beer a but case. like a case of beer yeah. with 24 beers in it <laughs> you can have one beer for, <laughs> for each day um yeah it's a pretty amazing thing for kids because i mean yeah. they're already so excited for christmas mm -hmm. and so this way they get first of all they get even more excited which is amazing like the anticipation is just yeah. great but then also you kind of get a little a little something every single day mm -hmm. and then you you get to see the progress on your advent calendar yeah. as you open up the little doors. Uh, yeah, I would just say that that's not something that's super common in the US that I didn't see much growing up, but my family had something that was very similar. It wasn't like any food or any present related to it, but we had next to where we would keep our little snowman with the countdown. Mm -hmm. Um we also had a um it was like a little nativity scene with a whole bunch mm -hmm. of hooks at the top and then there were 20 i want to say 24 25 i don't know doors okay and there were little pieces within each door that go to the nativity scene so each day you would get to open up a door take out a piece and then on the nativity scene there were hooks and you could hook the piece then and throughout all the christmas season when you come to christmas i think you put baby jesus then okay. in the manger so it was it was like a it was you like a baby jesus on a hook <laughs> Like there was a little string on the wooden piece and you put the string over the hook and then they just hang Got there. It. Okay. <laughs> we're not, yeah. Cool. We're, not cru we're not crucifying <laughs> Jesus before he's born. Um, yeah. So you didn't have an advent calendar. I would call that an advent calendar as, okay. as 24 guess, doors. Yeah, kind of true, but not a real one with, you know, with chocolate. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> we had a Christmas I'm, I'm calling it a real one because you know that's what kid with kids would say. It's not a real advent calendar. If it's, I, I feel it's some, not. I feel some German elitism coming through on this <laughs> Christmas. Well, okay. So I also had another advent calendar that wasn't as materialistic or you know filled with with uh, presents mm -hmm. um, that I still loved a lot and I actually posted this on my Instagram page, German Girl in America. Um, it was one with 24 little booklets. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know, they kind of looked like little books. They had like two pages each and they had each a piece of the Christmas story to them. Uh, okay. So each day you got to read the next part of the Christmas mm -hmm. story. That's until cool. like obviously on the 24th for us, um, baby Jesus is born. Yeah. And uh, we have had this for so long and my mom would read this to me and my little brother growing up. And then at some point I knew it all by heart. Mm -hmm. So I would pretend that I could read it, even though I couldn't even read. I would just like take the first one yeah. and like basically uh, say whatever I remembered from the story and pretend to my little brother that I was currently reading the story to mm -hmm. him, that I was super cool <laughs> that I could already read. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's one that I really love too. Are there live nativity sets or scenes in Germany? Have you heard of that? So live? Like, so... And not 100% live, but one thing that my family would always do, there's a place in Cincinnati called Crone Conservatory, which mm -hmm. is just like a, I don't even know what you'd call it, like a greenhouse. Um, but outside, they always set up a stable and they would have, so like a little barn, and they would have live uh, sheep out, like they would have a pasture, oh, that's and what they you mean. Okay. yeah, and then they would have a donkey there. Was there a baby? There wasn't a real baby. <laughs> they had like a fake baby, Jesus, yeah. Mary, and Joseph. 
Um, but then you could walk through and like, I, I have distinct smell memories oh. of, of what it smelled like in that little stable. I don't remember that, but it's definitely possible that we have that and yeah. I just personally don't remember it or never mm -hmm. saw one. Um, nativity scenes and nativity plays are definitely very common in Germany yeah. in general. Moving on past live nativity scenes, what is like some of the typical Christmas music that you guys listen to in Germany? Because I mean, I would assume a lot of it's English, yes. but there are there have to be some classic German ones too. Yeah, so it kind of depends on whether you're talking Adventszeit, like mm -hmm. pre-Christmas time, or actual like Christmas Day and what we sing, uh, because we okay. do sing a lot. Interesting. Um, like many families do at least, my family does every single year. Um, you Again, like you sing in kindergarten, you sing mm -hmm. in, in elementary school and those kind of things, or like wherever you go in your free time as a kid, yeah. you might sing like a Christmas song or two together. Mm -hmm. And those songs are usually the traditional ones. Okay. What you hear on the radio, if you listen to like regular pop radio stations, yeah. is usually more the English speaking stuff. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the traditional ones? Like Stille oh, all Nacht, of them. Stille Nacht. Um, which is Silent Night in Silent English. Silent Night. O Tannenbaum. Which is O Christmas Tree. Ihr Kinderlein Comet. I don't know that. Alle Jahre Wieder. I don't know that one either. Um, Kling, Kling, Glöckchen, Klingelingeling. Uh -huh. We learned that one, I think, in... Oh, in my German class we learned that. Because we learned some some songs in school. that I think we actually learned Stille Nacht mm -hmm. in German in school. Um, like not in German class, but like in music class. Yeah. But in German class, I think we learned kling, kling, kling. That's cool. Kling, 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 kling. Yeah. Kling, kling, kling. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, yeah. What did I forget? There's like, there's whole like songbooks full with these songs, and mm -hmm. every family has like different favorites. Of course, I definitely forgot some right now. We yeah. always sing a Bavarian one too. Um, es wird schon dumper. Was dumper? Um, dunkel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, funny. Um, but it's funny that they don't... So do they not play those songs on the radio much? Besides not much on the, on the, as I said, on the pop radio stations. Yeah. There's more like, you know, traditional classical radio stations yeah. that will play those uh -huh. and will play like different orchestra arrangements off those songs yeah. or like different opera or like, you know, classical mm -hmm. singing performances off those songs or recorded with a choir. But, you know, on the on the regular radio stations that most people, I would say, listen to, it's mostly like, you know, Last yeah. Christmas, Mariah uh -huh. Carey, just like Jingle Bells, yeah. all those all those more rocky mm -hmm. Christmas songs, more poppy. I'd say in the U.S. on the radio, you get a decent mix because mm -hmm. it all is English language, you know. So it's I don't know. I, I feel like there's a radio station in, in Cincinnati called 98.5. It's. Warm 98. And I feel like they played a good mix of like traditional mm -hmm. and also then the more poppy ones. Okay. But yeah, the, the classic ones for me again are, are Silent Night. Jingle Bells is for me kind of like a classic, you know? Yeah. Um, I wrote down Jingle Bell Rock too, which was the yeah. song that we, we learned that dance to in elementary school. But Oh Christmas Tree, all of those songs. It's mm -hmm. interesting because, I mean, a lot of the Christmas traditions that we have in the US came over from. Um, Germany for sure and yeah. Europe in general, yeah. but uh, strongly Germany, at least in the Midwest. I mean, the Christmas tree is a German German thing, right? I think so. Originally. And I think, I mean, I don't want to say anything wrong right now, um, yeah. but I, I believe it is. And um, I also think that a lot of those songs are German speaking. Originally. Yeah, the Silent Night is definitely, yeah. Silent Night and O Christmas Tree are definitely yeah. originally German. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the 
typical German tradition of the Christmas pickle is something that they brought over as well. Yeah. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, I guess when I looked it up, there apparently there was like one region, one little village or something that did that. Do we want to talk about that? I mean, we can. So what is this? So this is like a cliche that um, many Americans have of German Christmas traditions. Yeah. And many American families do this. My family did it once. Okay. Or so, maybe twice. So what is it? So Chris, the Christmas pickle, like it's funny, like you'll buy, they, they sell them in the store. It's just like a pickle looking ornament. Yeah. Um, and like, it's funny cause on the back row of like this, this years long German tradition of, true. yeah, so it's marketing cause that's not necessarily true. <laughs> of course. Cause we do that. <laughs> um, but essentially your parents hide the pickle somewhere on the tree. And when the kids wake up and then, so in, in the U S when the kids wake up and see the tree on Christmas morning, um, whoever finds the pickle first gets an extra present yeah. is how we did it. Like yeah. there was a special pickle present. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a fun little tradition, but apparently it's not very German. Nope. I have never met anyone who has done that. I think um, I mentioned it in a video once, and I want to say that like one or two people commented that they knew of it in yeah. Germany. Okay. One or two people out of many, many German viewers that I have. Um, yeah, it's not a and traditional German thing. congrats on almost reaching 200,000. Oh, I already reached it. Oh, you did now? <laughs> yeah. Yesterday when I looked, it was 199. Yeah, I reached it overnight. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, so... With the Christmas pickle, let's move on in the German chronology. Yeah. Is that a word? Yeah, chronology. Um, you have the first advent calendar door that you get to open on December 1st. And just a few days later, there's another pretty big day, pretty yeah. exciting day for little kids on December 6th, which is St. Nicholas Day, mm -hmm. Nikolaus Tag. Mm -hmm. which, which doesn't really exist in the U.S. I hadn't heard about it until German class. Maybe in other parts yeah. of the U.S. they have it, but we don't here in the, in the Cincinnati area at least. I think most of those, those traditions are Catholic, mm -hmm. and that's probably why they're very common in Germany, but they're also common in the Protestant parts of Germany. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Niklas from up north, they talked about how they celebrate it too, yeah. so... But Do you still, want to explain like, what it is? It, it doesn't really... It didn't really come over yeah. to the U.S. Um, so... It's, I mean, there's a lot of history to it. And yeah. I, I did talk about the history in my Christmas video that I released on my channel last year. And you can also just Google it and look it up. I don't want to say anything wrong, but basically St. Nicholas is a saint mm -hmm. in the Catholic Church um, who lived a long, long time ago. Okay, mm -hmm. that part I'm going to look up very quickly. He lived in the fourth century. So, yeah, a, a long time ago in ancient Greece. In Greece, in ancient Greece, um, I think he was also like from he had Turkish um, origins or something like that. Yeah, and he was a bishop, or I mean, later on he was. So mm -hmm. when we picture him, like images of him, he's like this ambivalent figure where like sometimes he's portrayed as a Santa Claus looking like person or figure, mm -hmm. which like also St. Nicholas obviously is the origin uh, for Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Yeah. But then also we picture him as this bishop mm -hmm. that doesn't look anything like Santa so Claus. Is he the Weihnachtsmann? He's definitely the origin of it. Okay. But he's not the same. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's confusing. Yeah. I mean, there's just so many origins for Christmas traditions from different regions, different times. And then it all like got mixed, mixed together, up yeah. and cultures uh, got mixed together mm -hmm. and then things got commercialized and globalized. So yeah. now it's like all this messed up stuff. But basically we do celebrate St. Nicholas, even though he later developed into... Um, Santa Claus or yeah. Weihnachtsmann, mm -hmm. but we celebrate him on uh, December 6th. And the tradition really is that 
kids put out their shoes or their boots on the night of December 5th. And then mm -hmm. overnight, he comes and gets you presents. And usually, like traditionally, that's something like um, clementines, some candy, yeah. some chocolates, some nuts. Mm -hmm. And some people also get like little toys or something like yeah. that. I wasn't that spoiled. I never got any toys for St. Nicholas. Um, that's if you're a good kid. That's if you're a good kid. So... Most German families, I would say, only do that. Yeah. Like, every kid gets the candy. There's yeah. no punishment. Traditionally, though, St. Nicholas doesn't come alone. Mm -hmm. He has a little companion, which, depending on the region, has a different name. In the yeah. south of Germany, he's called Krampus mm -hmm. and usually is pictured in a very monster-like... almost looks like a demon. Yeah. Yeah, he, he looks like a, a monster-like creature. In the northern parts of Germany and other European countries, he's called Knecht Ruprecht. Yep. There's also many, many poems about Nikolaus and Knecht Ruprecht, etc. Um, and he's just a regular person, kind of like a monk, I want to say, but I'm not 100% okay. mm -hmm. sure. Um, so basically, the other figure, the other person is responsible for punishing the bad yeah. kids that yeah, behave and well. I don't know where I learned this because we were just talking about this the other day. Like, I feel like I learned that if you were bad, you got a stick yeah. in your shoe and then... Oh, a stick in your shoe. Oh, yeah. I thought you were like spanked. Well, you would get a stick in your shoe and that meant that Krampus was going to come mm -hmm. and get the stick and hit you with it. Like that you would be spanked. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it could um, be. It's definitely, definitely possible yeah. that that's true. I'm sure it's true, but I've never heard of it or experienced it in my childhood growing up. And Krampus is a scary figure. Like they're they're at least in the south, and I think in a lot of like smaller villages, like they have like Krampusläufer, right? Yeah, Krampus runs. Yeah, um, where like a yeah. bunch of men will dress up in these big sheepskins and have these big scary masks, and they like have a bell tied around them in their waist and. Um, they just will walk through the town. And yeah, it's kind of like a parade yeah. mixed with chasing pedestrians uh -huh. that are there. I mean, the pedestrians in most cases are there because they want to be there because yeah. they know of this event. But sometimes it's just like in the pedestrian area and people are just shopping and then like these <laughs> this dressed up demon people. demon comes after you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty frightening. You guys should look it up if you haven't seen it before. Yeah. But that's really just a southern thing because Campus doesn't even exist in that um, appearance yeah. in the north. Yeah. There's really just Knecht Ruprecht, which who's, he still punishes you. Yeah, but he not, just doesn't look as scary. He's a monk, not a demon. <laughs> Should I look up if he's actually a monk? Because I'm not 100% sure. I mean, in, in, the Nether, in the Netherlands, they have Sinterklaas or Sinterklaas. Yeah. It's funny because you can literally see the development from like Germany to mm -hmm. the Netherlands. And then I think the Dutch people brought Santa Claus or like their uh, version yeah. of Santa Claus is what I think is. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, they brought it over to the U.S. And then that would make sense. Yeah, it developed into Santa uh, Claus. That's funny. I want to say it, it's possible that it already developed into Santa Claus before they came over. Yeah. But it's definitely these different stages. Yeah, no, for sure. So I just looked it up, and I don't think that Knecht Ruprecht is actually a monk, but he usually dresses up in this like, okay. brown gown. That's Either way, he's up. not as scary as Campos. He's not. He's just a regular person. There's a funny interview with Christoph Waltz mm -hmm. uh, on Jimmy Fallon where he explains what Campos is. Yeah. It's funny. You should look it up. <laughs> um, but, okay, back to the Nikolaus tradition. Mm -hmm. Again, we celebrate all these things really big in Germany. Yeah. So most kids put their shoes out, get their little uh, presents and uh, candy and all of that. But then at school and in kindergarten, again, like in a lot of cases, there's a person dressed up as Nikolaus mm -hmm. and Campus. 
Or sometimes, like, I think Nikolaus comes with, like, little angels and he'll walk into the classes yeah. and give out presents and uh -huh. stuff like that. Sometimes there's, like, little gatherings, like, in the city or something like that. So, and some people even hire someone to come into their house yeah. and be Nikolaus and actually read, like, this list that yeah. you also know from the Santa Claus Which tradition. I was going to say... It's funny. We do the exact same thing here in the U.S. It's yeah. just not associated with a specific day. Yeah. So like here in the U.S. it's very common to take your kid to the mall and there'll be like a Santa Claus in the mall where you can get your picture taken yeah. with them and you tell Santa what you want for Christmas. Yeah, we don't have that. Yeah. And then like, like you said, I don't remember Santa ever coming to school. Um, but one thing that's very common is for people to hire or like a friend of the family to dress up as Santa Claus and then come over like on Christmas Eve to see the kids and... Yeah. Um, Like, he'll have a list of the good names and the bad names, and they'll play, play tricks on the naughty kids and yeah. say, oh, I don't see your name on the good list. And yeah, it's, it's really and, funny when you think about it, how those two traditions, yeah, are, as I said, are kind of like the same, but they're at the same time, they're not yeah, the just, same. Yeah, I think it's just weird that we still have the tra uh, tradition, but it's not associated with a specific right. day. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, in a lot of cases, as I said, St. Nicolaus dresses up as a bishop so he mm -hmm. doesn't I think that's also probably because they don't want the two figures to get confused yeah. so he doesn't look like um, mm -hmm. Santa Claus but then again another thing that we do on St. Nicholas even as an adult um, you get like these little chocolate mm -hmm. Nicholas figures okay um, have you ever seen no them? I haven't oh never They're I everywhere. haven't been in Germany around Christmas okay. time it's kind of I like came right after once it's like these lint Easter bunnies uh -huh. but They look like Nikolaus or okay. like Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, but for us, they're, they're Nikolaus. They're mm -hmm. not Santa Claus. But those usually typically do have the red and white suit. That's so confusing. <laughs> yeah, it I is just, very confusing. No, I'm just I saying, it's, I'm, I get very confused by hearing St. Nicholas and then St. Nicholas isn't Santa. Because yeah. like for me, it's He's one not. person. It's the same. Yeah. So it just... And I mean, historically, he is the same. Yeah. But so like, <laughs> I'm just thinking then the North Pole being the place where Santa, like, makes all the toys, like, that's not a thing in Germany, no. right? No. I mean, okay. They know about it probably from American media. No. Okay. The, oh, now we're getting really complicated. So when we go to <laughs> Weihnachtsmann, yeah. that is I, I was going to say, let's move on. So uh, do you have anything else to say about St. Nicholas Day? I just wanted to say the chocolates, um, mm -hmm. many people give that to each other. Like, at work or when you have friends, like, you'll get, like, a little chocolate Nikolaus okay. and give it to your coworkers or to your best friends. Not everyone does it, but, like, yeah. it's, it's kind of common that, that you... That's a thing. Yeah, that if you have friends or colleagues that you're going to get some chocolate on yeah. December 6th. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, so, like, that's St. Nicholas. Yes. Or, Ni we would say St. Nicholas. Saint, good old St. Nick. Um, <laughs> that's his day on the 6th. Yeah. But then in Germany, you have different figures. Like I said, St. Nicholas for me is Santa. It's the same person. Yeah. Maybe a younger version will say, I don't know. But that's Santa Claus. But you guys have then, in addition to St. Nicholas, you have the Weihnachtsmann, which tends to be more in the north, right? Yes. And then you have the Christkind yes. in the south. So those are the two figures that bring the presents. So now yeah. we're, we're back to December 24th, December 25th. So who brings the presents? Yeah, for us, so for me, growing up in the south of Germany, it's the Christkind. So for me, there's uh, Nikolaus mm -hmm. on December 6th, um, who never brought me any big presents. I only got, you know, some little chocolates. Mm -hmm. And then there's the Christkind, which also is a very confusing and interesting... <laughs> Again, I'm kind of an ambiguous... Like... Yeah, because it's like pictured as a, a little angel looking like girl. Yeah. 
blonde hair usually, um, white gown. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of supposed to be Jesus. Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, and like Christ child is what it translates to. Yeah. So I guess it's like supposed to be young Jesus, but it's also not a baby. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, and then, like the it, mix of all of these things. Is it in Nuremberg that there's like the big contest for the Christkind, for the Christ child? Yeah, so like a person who gets to impersonate yeah. the Christ child for the season. And yeah. it's normally, it's always a girl, it's isn't it? It's a girl it? usually, yeah. yeah. As I said, it looks like a girl, but at the same time, it's kind of supposed to be Jesus. So it's, it's just, confusing. Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> so then if you're a kid and you want to get something specific for Christmas, who do you tell? Your parents? Yeah. Because so, like I in mean, the US, it's a big thing. Like kids will write lists or like a, Christmas, a wish list to Santa Claus or write Santa a letter. Um, does that not exist in Germany then? So I can only speak for the South part yeah. where like people do believe in the Christkind. Um, the Christkind is kind of like this mystical person or or figure or whatever, yeah. whatever it is, angel. Um, you never get to see it. So mm -hmm. except for like the Nürnberg Christkind, which is kind of an exception, there's no impersonations okay. of the Christkind. There's yeah. drawings and pictures, but you never actually get to see it. There's no Christkind dressed up at the mall or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, and there's no address for the Christkind. Um, I did write a wish list sometimes, but also in a lot of other cases, I would talk to my parents about it and they would just tell me that the Christkind well, will the, automatically yeah. know. Uh -huh. Because it's like, it's everywhere. You also like, when you get the presents... That's true with Santa too. It's Santa like, knows everything. Yeah, and it's like this thing where... My family would always do this. Um, we can talk about the the whole process later on, but like they ring a bell when the presents okay. are there, and then they're usually like, "Oh my god, it just flew out the window!" And then they <laughs> leave the window open, and you and you think you kind of saw like the end of the white dress or something mm -hmm. like that. So you know, nobody ever gets to see it. The uh, adults okay. claim that they get to yeah. see it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, like in the U.S. with Santa, as as you know, and I feel. I would say that like the whole Santa story in the U.S. Christmas tradition is pretty well known in Germany. Would you say? Yeah, through, for sure. Through movies and just our media, yes, it's a very present narrative in Germany as well. Um, but obviously, kids will send letters to the North Pole, where is it's Santa's workshop there, and the elves yeah. help him make all of the the toys. Um, but then Santa then loads up his sled with all of the reindeer. And then on Christmas Eve, that's his big trip around the world as he stops at every house and goes through the chimney. So if you don't have a chimney, I don't know how, I guess he comes through a window, yeah. um, or just appears. But, um, oh, I just was thinking this too. Is stockings a thing in Germany? Not really. No. Pro that's probably the, di where it differs between Germany is St. Nicholas day and the U S getting like you normally get candy or something in your stocking, which your stocking yeah. is like your shoe. It's your sock. Exactly. There you can, again, see the transition, like yeah. shoe, stocking. Yeah. Uh -huh. So you hang your stockings on the chimney, on the mantle. And then that was, that's the first thing in my family that we do every morning is come, or not every morning, every Christmas morning is get those. Um, and it usually is like these individualized stockings mm -hmm. with like names on them. Yeah. My name right? is on my stocking yeah. and all cool. of our stockings look the, the same, but each family does it differently. Yeah, it's pretty cute. I um, like that tradition. But yes, yeah, so Santa comes down the chimney. And one thing that kids love to do on Christmas Eve, and a lot of families do, is they'll bake cookies and then put a glass of milk and you put it there. You put it out for Santa while he's making his round so he has some nourishment. Yeah. And then like you wake up in the morning and you see that one of the cookies is gone or there's a bite in the cookie and some of the milk is missing. So that's like so, it, so it was cool. always fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never got to do that. Um, 
But yeah, if we talk about the whole, we're already talking kind about Christmas, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, okay. So I guess like later on we can jump back a little bit. But so Christmas Eve slash Christmas Day. We already said Germans get their presents on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve for Germans is the main day or night, yeah. better to say, to celebrate Christmas. Um, we also have the first Christmas Day and the second Christmas Day, which is mm-hmm. December 25th and December 24th. But um, as I said, in the south of Germany, the Christkind brings the presents for me on Christmas Eve. But in other parts of Germany, it's the Weihnachtsmann, yeah. which technically is Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. And for that part, I'm actually not 100% sure what the narrative is yeah. and if it's exactly the same as the American nar- narrative, because I, th- I want to say it's very, very similar. Yeah. So um, I think for this part, maybe those of you who are from, from Northern Germany, Northern or... Germany or other parts in Germany, let us know in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on, on the audio streaming platforms, maybe just shoot us a message on Instagram or send us an email. Yeah. Um, at understandingtrainstation at gmail.com mm-hmm. and let us know what your Christmas traditions were like with the Weihnachtsmann because yeah. I really don't fully know. <laughs> Neither do I. As so I we, said, I, I know it's happy similar. happy to hear what you guys yeah. have to say. And that's interesting too what you were saying about how there's like the first Christmas day, the second Christmas day, the third Christmas day. That's another traditional song that we have in the U.S., the 12 days of Christmas. Now, what the actual 12 days of Christmas is and where that comes from i have no clue i don't even know that song you don't know that song i don't think so on the first day of christmas my true love gave to me partridge okay. in a pear possible tree possible that i've heard it like as like a christmas carol Pardon my thing bad singing. <laughs> but i don't think i ever um like actually listened to it yeah. actively and listening to the so lyrics. i think there's a lot of history behind that it's the 12 days of christmas but i don't know what the history is so if you do Wait, also is let it us 12 know 12 days from the 24th to the 6th i don't know should we count very quick since 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th. See, I can't count in English. 28th, 29th, uh, 30, 31st, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th, 30th, 31st, 32nd, 33rd, 34th, 35th, 36th, 37th, 38th, 39th, 40th, 41st, 42nd, 43rd, 44th, 45th, 46th, 47th, 48th, 49th, 50th, 51st, 52nd, 53rd, 54th, 55th, 56th, 57th, 58th, 59th, 60th, 61st, 62nd, 63rd, 64th, 65th, 66th, 67th, 68th, 69th, 70th, 71st, 72nd, 73rd, 74th, 75th, 76th, 77th, 78th, 79th, 80th, 81st, 82nd, 83rd, 84th, 85th, 86th, 87th, 88th, 89th, 90th, 91st, 92nd, 93rd, 94th, 95th, 96th, 97th, 98th, 99th, 100th, 101st, 102nd, 103rd, 104th, 105th, 106th, 107th, 108th, 109th, 110th, 111th, 112th, 113th, 114th, 115th, 116th, 117th, 118th, 119th, 120th, 121st, 122nd, 123 124th, 125th, 126th, 127th, 128th, 129th, 130th, 31st, 1, 2, so yeah, those are the 12 days of Christmas, but that's like another very common song. Mm-hmm. That, and like, it's really hard to remember all, because on each day there's a certain thing that you get in the song. So the first day of Christmas is a partridge in a pear tree. Okay. Second day is two turtle. It's tricky because you count Did backwards. Did you say turtle? Two turtle doves. Oh, okay. <laughs> what a turtle dove is, I don't know. So it's Tudotobe. Yeah, on the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true true love gave to me two turtle doves and a partridge in a pear tree. A what? And a partridge. It's a, it's a it's a bird. Okay. And then on the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three. Oh, I forget what it is. <laughs> it's been a while. Um. Oh, three. It's three hens. Three French hens. Two turtle doves. And a partridge in a pear tree. So each time you do it, you have to say all of okay. them. Okay. Oh, wow. Fourth day of Christmas for, oh gosh, I'm out of practice <laughs> on these, but you have to count down each time mm-hmm. and it's really hard. And I had like a book as a kid that you learned all of them. Didn't stick apparently, but yeah. That's a cool tradition actually. But yeah, so I guess traditionally the 
day of the three wise men mm -hmm. plays a role in the US tour it used to at least yeah. not so much I guess nowadays so just a question when do you take your Christmas Christmas tree down then um, that's a good question I don't think there's a set day that okay. people do it but we tend to leave it up for a couple days after Christmas um, but definitely before New Year's Eve oh before okay yeah so in Germany since you only set it up on December 24th almost everyone has it set up during for New Year's Eve okay so it, because it's set up until January 6th. now you're making me question myself no I'm pretty sure at least my family we mm -hmm. take it down before I mean Christmas it makes Eve. sense because you start so early <laughs> yeah and like I just was thinking too and we're gonna do an episode on New Year's as yeah. well but like for me Christmas colors are like Red, green, white, and maybe gold, mm -hmm. maybe. But then New Year's cover, like the New Year's color for me is silver. So like I just think in my parents' house, everything changes to closer to silver. But they like to they like to decorate a lot. So yeah, they're like American stores, like where <laughs> that's what happens at American yeah. stores or like public places. Like everything's just decorated so much mm -hmm. that literally once the one thing is over, it changes into these other yeah. colors. As I said, that's not really a big thing in yeah. Germany. And even those families who do decorate more than my family does, I'm pretty sure that not a lot of families decorate for New Year's Eve unless they have like a New Year's Eve party. Of course, they decorate for the party. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's not a season for us. Yeah. <laughs> I, and like, I think my parents leave up like the New Year's stuff throughout mm -hmm. the rest of winter then. Like, it's just, okay, Christmas is done. Okay. This is now the winter okay. uh, decorations. No, for us, there's it's still Christmas time yeah. then, so the Christmas decoration is Interesting. still up. So then you leave up your Christmas tree through, yeah. through the January 1st. January 6th. Oh, through January 6th. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yep, now I'm back with you. <laughs> My brain was somewhere else. Hello. <laughs> Some of the stuff that is typical American or just that we do here in the U.S., work like a Christmas work party is something that is very common. Yes. Um, ugly sweater contests are mm -hmm. huge um, where, like, It's just a Christmas thing that people do in their stores that, where you can buy ugly sweaters. Um, and then like you'll get together with your friends or oftentimes at work, there's also a ugly sweater contest. Yeah. Um, or like SantaCon. Like yeah, SantaCon is another thing, thing, which I think it got canceled this year because of Oh, COVID. for sure. All of those things hopefully got canceled yeah. this year, even though, you know, regular Christmas parties. So it's like a big pub crawl slash like bar hop where you, everyone dresses up like Santa Claus yeah. and then you go from bar to bar. I did it last year. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it Had can be I a lot of fun. Had I known that Corona would, would come so, so soon, I would have enjoyed it even more. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go people. last year, so I probably would have. Um, Christmas cards are a huge thing in the U.S. too, where people will take family photos and then send cards out to all of their friends, um, and people put them then on their yeah. on their fridge. Is that a, th a thing in Germany? So, from all of those things that you just mentioned, um, the ugly Christmas sweater thing has kind of come over mm -hmm. just for fun from the U.S. recently, yeah. but it's not a tra traditional thing at all. Um, the Christmas parties, for sure, are a mm -hmm. big thing. Um, Germans like to celebrate at their work for any occasion they have. Yeah. So, Christmas parties are definitely the main party mm -hmm. work event of the year, usually. Yeah. Um, and the Christmas cards, I'd say it's kind of like half-half. Okay. Some families do it. Some families don't so it's not really a big tradition i'm not mm -hmm. sure where it started or if it also came over from the u.s because we saw it in movies or something yeah. and we thought hey nice idea um, my family does get a couple but we also actually have friends and family who have an association with the u.s yeah. um 
And I, there's like one German family that sends us a Christmas card each year with like a little summary also yeah, of like have, what happened yeah, during the year mm -hmm. for each family member. And my, my dad started doing it electronically. Yeah, yeah. So like, but we do it after Christmas. So we take like a nice little Christmas picture in front of our tree mm -hmm. on Christmas Eve. And then the days after Christmas, my dad sends it out as an email with like, like a, a Christmas little summary. Newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I know people in the U.S. who do that as well. Mm -hmm. But don't Americans usually do it way before Christmas? Like you have like a Christmas shooting, yeah, oh yeah, like yeah. photo shooting. Photo I mean. shoot. Photo shoot, yeah. <laughs> you have like a Christmas photo shoot. Um, I was like, yeah, something's... Why, why does it sound weird? <laughs> for, for those English speakers... In German, you would say literally a photo shooting. Yeah. And, and I know of this, of course. Yeah, like, just, you don't say that, uh -huh. but I, I still funny. couldn't think of the real thing uh -huh. right now. A Christmas photo shoot. Yeah. Like, people will go to, like, a, a tree farm and take a picture in front of a tree or, like, yeah, you'll hire a, prof or a professional photographer to take Christmas pictures. And then you send it out before Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't say that that's something that is very common in Germany. Mm -hmm. Just this like whole professional photo setup in general, like for, you know, Americans do this for every occasion, like prom pictures yeah. or like senior year pictures mm -hmm. or those kind of things, um, which, what? <laughs> Germans have never heard of that. Like That's funny, as yeah. an exclamation, explanation, many, especially girls, I think, in their last year of high school, at the beginning of their last year everyone of high does. school. No, I know people who haven't done it in the US. Pretty much everyone. Um, and I, But guys too? For senior pictures? Yeah, like yourself though. Like, oh. not at school, like, the pictures that yeah, you take yeah, yeah. yourself. Like, in my high school yearbook, mm. it's all professionally. It's not, like, so 11th grade, 10th grade, 9th grade, the other grades that are in the yearbook, they just have the standard school picture. Mm -hmm. But then the seniors, they don't have to, but they can submit a, like, a professionally taken picture, and you go, like, to a park with a photographer. Yeah. Pretty much everyone in my class, boys oh, and really? girls. Oh, really? Okay, because yeah. I've, I've heard from other Americans who told me that it was only the girls at their school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, I mean, it's possible, but, yeah. Yeah, so that's the thing that they do. They hire a photographer and have pictures taken of them at the beginning of the school year. Not a thing in Germany. Yeah. Um, the whole, like, you know, Thanksgiving family pictures where, like, mm -hmm. you put your little kids on the pumpkins and have something in the mm -hmm. background. Not really a thing in Germany either. We also, I don't think Germans love that all, all that much yeah. either. It looks so fake to yeah. us. Like, we uh -huh. love the authentic pictures a little bit more in our culture, I think. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, the whole, like... Um, you know, engagement picture thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely come over a little bit because yeah. it makes more sense. Um, or like the baby shower stuff, like oh, all yeah. of that. <laughs> There's so many occasions where Americans like to hire if a you're photographer. A I was going to say, if you're a photographer looking for work in Germany, come to the U.S. because there are yeah. plenty of people looking for photographers. So uh, how, how did we end up here? I forget. Uh, we were talking about Christmas cards and just random oh, right. things that people do around Christmas time. So um, what else do you have on your list? Because I, I have, have so much more. Yeah, I have like gingerbread houses that people tend to make. Okay. So like that's one thing that um, my family, at least, we have, we try to do like one Christmas event as a family before mm -hmm. Christmas to get everyone in the Christmas spirit and just spend time together. Um, and this year we're doing something like this and we did it growing up too, is you can buy gingerbread house kits um, or you can make your own own gingerbread and you use icing and gumdrops which is like a candy and you build little houses mm -hmm. for the gingerbread men um, and then you'll often cook gingerbread men too and then you can smash it all and eat it um, if you want to so that's like a huge thing that is part of christmas culture in the u.s does that not really exist in germany not really i mean gingerbread is very important for christmas um and also which is sure it's like traditionally German also, or like European yeah. at least. Yeah, it's Lebkuchen. Um, but the gingerbread houses, not so much. Yeah. Um, what about gingerbread men? I've never made one. Okay. No. 
Um, but I wanted to talk about that whole thing, like baking, because mm -hmm. baking is very important in Germany in the advanced side. Yeah. Um, in Bavaria, we say Plätzchen. I'm not sure, is that only a Bavarian term? No, that's term? a standard German. That's joking. Yeah. See, sometimes I'm not sure uh -huh. anymore. I get confused. Lekal um, is more of a... Have you heard of that? What? Lekal. A lekal? Yeah. Mm. I think that must be Austrian then. So Austrian listeners. But that's know. just the Christmas cookie or is that kind of sounds like. I think. No, it's like Plätzchen. It's okay. like a. Yeah. At, at least that was my understanding from my time visiting friends yeah. in Austria that they sent me like Weihnachtslecker. Yeah. Because um, Plätzchen in German now I, now really only refers to Christmas cookies. It doesn't mm -hmm. refer to any kind of cookies. It refers to Christmas cookies. Oh, okay. Because they're very different. Like mm -hmm. for us, there's regular cookies. And then there's Christmas cookies and they're very different. Okay. So that's like a huge thing that many families, especially like, you know, the your grandparents, your grandma, your mom will spend hours baking Christmas cookies. Many people like meet up with their friends nowadays to do mm -hmm. it. Um, and we have this huge variety of different kind of Plätzchen, um, some very traditional ones like Zimtsterne or Vanillekipferl or... Um, Okay, I can't think of any other like traditional names, but like the ones where you have the jam in the middle and you and you Ooh, glue them together. Uh -huh. um, something like Mandelspitzen. There's all kinds of different pastries. Yeah, there's that one we that make. I really like. It's a Linz. I think it's a Linzerstangel. Is that? Have I you heard of that? that? Maybe that's Austrian too. Possible. <laughs> um, but also, every family has their own like favorite recipes. So. It's definitely possible that I don't know all of them. Yeah. Also, my family wasn't very traditional with that. My mom usually made like two or three different kinds and that's it. And mm -hmm. that, that's very little compared to other families. Yeah. I, I actually was going to talk about baking as well, because yeah. that's also a thing in the U.S. Um, in regards to also the gingerbread houses, it's very common to make sugar cookies mm -hmm. and then decorate the cookies as a family. Yeah. Um, but sugar cookies are pretty simple. Like pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. Basic no, for cookies. sure. And I was going to say, I don't think there are quite as many like christmas cookies per se as there are in germany like yeah. germany has a huge assortment of various cookies that you make around christmas time but people in the u.s tend to bake a lot of cookies mm -hmm. around christmas yeah um, but i don't think there are there aren't i don't think there are as many variations as yeah. there are as in germany yes yeah, so like all these different shapes and colors and textures like yeah. it's not just a cookie and then it has different colors on top no no yeah. no it's like <laughs> it's like very different from from scratch one thing Yeah, I would say like sugar cookie for me is like your standard um, cookie that you would eat around Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And you get different cookie cutters to make different mm -hmm. shapes. So candy canes, um, gingerbread men, yeah. um, Christmas tree. Yeah, we do that too, just with yeah. different dough. Yeah. So now that we've chaotically kind of explained all of the stuff le leading up to Christmas, we're now actually just getting to the actual Christmas day. Besides just how Santa gets there or... The Christkind brings the presents, but what do you guys do on Christmas Day? Or, I guess, Christmas, Christmas Eve, Eve. you mean, yeah, that's <laughs> Christmas Eve is our Christmas Day. So as I said, of course it's different for every mm -hmm. family, and I can kind of explain what it is like for most families and what it's like for my family. Mm -hmm. So most families, and so does my family, sets up their Christmas tree in the morning, as I said before. Um, decorations are sometimes a little bit more traditional than what you see in the U.S., but again, it totally depends on the, on the family. My family usually sticks with a very classical Christmas tree mm -hmm. uh, decoration. Like we have our... Um, the little ornament balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of the word balls. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Kugel, Kugel. no. Yeah. So different than balls. Um, yeah, we usually have them, have them in red and in uh, gold. Mm -hmm. Then we have like a golden chain that wraps around the tree. Mm -hmm. Then we have like a little... 
thing on top, like a little... What do you put on the top of the tree? Is it a star? We don't have a star in my family. We have this little... It's just this bowl with the tip thingy. Do you know what I mean? I have no clue what you're talking about. (laughs) Because in the U.S., either, in my experience, we either have a star or you have an angel. Yeah, many families do that in Germany, too. But... um, I've seen the tip thing in the U.S. as well. Okay. It's just There's just different yeah. variations of what you can put on top. Um, and then we put like little straw stars. Is straw straw? Uh, hay. Hay is hoy. Uh, the straw is... I think it's also straw, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not it's familiar like with all of those terms. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know the difference between straw or hay. I oh, think, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think hay is edible. Yeah and straw isn't so yeah. whatever um, <laughs> it's these little stars that look like very handmade yeah. and they have like a straw or hay color to them you know mm-hmm. um, and traditionally they were handmade of course the ones that my family uses are bought mm-hmm. um, but that's pretty much all we put on the tree except for the candles then so uh, yeah many people do have their little family ornaments and stuff like that my family um even my extended family we just tend to like keep it very classical and very nice looking like very Mm -hmm. aesthetically pleasing yeah um and i I love it like that um Mm -hmm. you still it's still a lot of fun decorating it it just doesn't look as messy you know in the end it actually looks nice um because i i think many many christmas trees look kind of ugly in the end Mm -hmm. when people put all that stuff on there and it doesn't even go together um that's just what my family does but then of course we put candles and this is also a thing that many german families do not all of them many german families have electronic candles nowadays or electronic lights but many german families also to this day use real candles and so does my family Yeah. yeah um and it's honestly it's pretty amazing in my opinion because this vibe this christmas vibe that you get when you turn all the lights off and you only have the the candles on the tree lit up. Yeah. It's so cozy and so oh, Christmassy. And then you have like, and then usually what we do is we sing the, with that atmosphere mm-hmm. too. Oh, that's cool. And then you have your champagne and your cheers and it's just a very nice yeah. atmosphere. Of course, the downside of that is that we usually only put it on once or sometimes twice, but usually only once. Yeah. And of course, you you have to really be careful. Like whenever we put the candles on, fire extinguisher right there, ready. We don't actually, but um, whenever we put the candles on, we make sure that there's like space to Mm -hmm. the next um, branch above. I think that's possibly also why Germans prefer the more spread out trees. That's what I was thinking too. Really, the reason, but it's definitely practical with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So we always know, like my whole family knows that whenever we put the candles, we have to make sure that there's nothing hanging into the flame. Obviously. So that's at least what my immediate family does. Then for my family, we celebrate Christmas Eve with our extended family at night. Most families in Germany, however, usually celebrate Christmas Eve very in a very basic way, very Mm -hmm. simple way with their immediate family only and a pretty simple meal traditionally. Okay. And then like the big stuff with like the extended family, grandparents, aunts, whatever, and like a more festive meal happens mm-hmm. on the next day or the day after like the first christmas day or second christmas okay. day in my family however we do everything like you know we we just put it all out there on christmas yeah. eve and we usually celebrate with the with the whole extended family that i have in the munich area so we're around like 16 people usually mm-hmm. 
not this year probably. Yeah. But we all get together um, and we usually celebrate at my aunt's or my cousin's place. There's another huge tree also with real candles. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all dressed up very nicely, very festively. And then usually what happens is we all get there. We all like, you know, have our little baskets with our presents and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's some kids in my family too. Um, the food is already being prepared in the kitchen. We kind of arrive. And then as soon as everything's kind of settled, we put all the kids in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And me and my brother usually watch the kids in the kitchen because we're like the next oldest yeah. in the family. So we, we wait in the kitchen with them while the cousin shows up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's like, there's music <gasps> Did playing. You hear it? And yeah. And so we're waiting there until the bell rings and then when the bell rings we're like we have to listen closely because we're oh my god i heard something i heard something and then you're like no that wasn't it yet and then suddenly the bell rings and you get to open the door and as i said it's all dark Mm -hmm. the candles are lit up and we walk in and in my family before you get you get to open the presents we first of all do a champagne toast so everyone gets a glass of champagne the kids can uh, get orange juice Mm -hmm. and we toast and then we sing songs at least like five or six before opening the presents opening that must be presents. torture for the children honestly <laughs> even as a child i always thought it was kind of nice because yeah. you can you obviously then you see that the presents under the tree already yeah. they weren't there before and now they're there but it's really nice to just enjoy this atmosphere with the yeah. candles and just the singing my mom usually plays guitar and we all sing our songs mm-hmm. usually like the same songs every year and then once that's done um we blow out the candles turn on the lights so that you can see what you're opening and then the chaos starts and as i said we're kind of a lot of people in my family so there's lots and lots of presents underneath the tree and they're usually marked for who they are for and then yeah just you know another half hour or 45 minutes follow of people opening presents Mm -hmm. kids getting excited setting up their toys um, people looking for their presents under the tree and then afterwards is when we eat some families do it the other way around like Mm -hmm. every family has like a different order of course and in my family we usually eat raclette and um, broth fondue on Mm -hmm. christmas eve which isn't super traditional but i've read that more and more families eat raclette for christmas which typically is like it's more typical for new year's eve and it comes from switzerland so it's a traditional swiss dish if you mm-hmm. will i don't even know if you would call it a dish it's like you have this little an cooking eating station. experience yeah it's an eating experience you have this cooking station in the middle of the table and all these little like you know plates of meats and mm-hmm. shrimp and veggies and the most important part potatoes and cheese um, and then I'm everyone so has one or two little pans uh, like little like tiny pans and you put whatever you want mm-hmm. in your pan in there um and then you put cheese on top and then you put it in the cooking station and yeah. then it gets um melted melted what's the word for backen? i think i asked you that last oh, time oh gosh broiled probably so that's what happens you put the cheese on top and then it it melts twice baked okay it, it gets twice baked i guess um and it's it's awesome then we also usually since we're as i said like a pretty big group of people at the table there's like usually one or two raclette cooking stations and then one or two um pots with broth in them um with like broth fondue so you have your mm-hmm. fondue fork and then you can basically just cook stuff in there yeah. um yeah and that's our dinner and then we usually hang out until like 1 or 2 a.m like we have dinner then we maybe play some games that someone got for christmas mm-hmm. we talk we have um digestive uh liquor afterwards mm-hmm. we have some drinks that's and it's usually pretty nice and 
I'm kind of sad that it's probably not going to happen this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that is our Christmas Eve. As I said, many families celebrate it in a more simple way. And I know that some of the traditional Christmas meals in Germany include um, either fish. Many people have that. Mm -hmm. Or like a Christmas goose, which of course isn't super simple, um, but it's definitely a traditional meal. Yeah. Many people have the Christmas goose on the next day then. Um, or something like sausages with potato salad mm. or sauerkraut or something mm -hmm. like that which I think is kind of a meal that Merry Americans picture as, as typically German. <laughs> no, for sure. I think that's like the quintessential German meal to a lot of Americans. Yeah, I've never had a simple meal like that for Christmas, so I, I can't talk about it really. Yeah, yeah. that's our Christmas. Oh, and Do you then, wanna, oh, go ahead. Sorry, for like other families, many of them then visit like, you know, the one side of their family, like the one grandparents on the, on the next day, and then the other side of the family the third day, like people travel around yeah. to visit their family wherever they live. So that's like... So do you guys not do much then the, like on the 25th and 26th? So my family, since the rest of my family um, lives in France or like um, Nordrhein-Westfalen, so kind of mm -hmm. far away... Um, we usually get together with the same group of people again, either on the 25th or the 26th, and eat all the leftovers. Okay. But it's usually way more than Casual. just the leftovers. Yeah, it's like, no, it's usually the opposite. Oh, really? It kind of started out as a tradition that we wanted to just eat all the leftovers from the fondue, and like we put the fondue, we make like a soup out of it. Mm -hmm. But then my uncle kind of started like you know getting this extra meat and like making it all fancy and that it's usually like a lunch more okay. or like yeah. afternoon type of thing it's usually almost more fancy than our mm -hmm. christmas eve thing but both of those are very fancy like for us um my family and i think most germans it's very important that you use the nice dishes the nice mm -hmm. silverware the nice decorations that you you dress nicely um which in the U.S. I've experienced that some families are like that mm -hmm. and some other families don't really care all that much yeah. about that. No, for sure. I think it's a pretty good mix in the U.S. of mm. those two. Do you want to hear about what yes. kind of my family Please, does? Please, I'm done that? now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> um, so my family, yeah, I'll talk kind of about, about my, what my family does. And then if it differs, then, then I'll point that out. But um, the 24th, so Christmas Eve, um, growing up, we always went to my grandma's house. Um, and my grandma lived in like a condo and we would all go upstairs and have dinner there. We didn't necessarily have the same meal every year. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just talking to my parents about this to try to refresh my memory. So we didn't really have like a traditional Christmas meal. I don't even really know exactly what a cr traditional Christmas meal would be in the U S. Um, a lot of people will eat a Christmas ham, um, turkey as well is what a lot of people will also have. Yeah. My mom said a lot of people do fondue as well, but more like, like not the, cheese, the cheese or the chocolate fondue. Um, one typical dessert that people tend to have on Christmas too is a fruit cake, mm -hmm. which isn't very good in my opinion. Um, it's kind of like what um, some people say is the equivalent of Stollen, which is yeah, another thing uh -huh. that I didn't even mention. Um, There's so much to talk about yeah, with Christmas. But I, it's not very similar, actually. I wouldn't say it's similar at all. Yeah. I mean, the fact that there's fruit. In, in Stollen, there's sometimes there can be cherries, like yeah. uh, dried cherries, yeah. or then there's usually a in a lot of them there's raisins, mm -hmm. yep. but that's the only fruit there's. Yeah, in there. <laughs> exactly. I don't see the big real, real, the big relation between the two. 
Um, but yeah, we would normally show up at my grandma's house and it was our extended family. Mm-hmm. So aunts and uncles with their children, we would all show up at my grandma's house and she would make a big feast and kind of an, again, like a bit like a potluck people would bring different dishes to share. And, um, we normally dressed up decently and cause you'd have nice pictures and it's just a festive feeling, you know? Yeah. Um, so we always had like the kids table where the kids ate and the adults would eat at the so big this table. This was at night. This was at yeah. night. Yeah. So exactly. It was more of a dinner night thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would drive there and have this dinner with everyone. And then afterwards you got to go downstairs where they had like this big living room. And then each person had a pile of their gifts, okay. like huge piles. So then everyone made a mad dash for their pile. Oh, that's awesome. And my grandma liked to do it where everyone just opened it up at the same time. So everyone just, it just was mad madness there in the basement. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was kind of, there, there's not a, like a ton of anything particularly special more than what you guys said. I mean, it's just people sitting around having drinks, enjoying a nice time together and exchanging gifts. I have a question. Do yeah. most people um, get together for Christmas Eve? Cause I, I, think... I would say so. Okay. I would say so. I think that a lot of people do too is like, yeah. if you're religious, a lot of people will go to a Christmas mass or like a Christmas Eve mass oh, or Christmas or like just a Christmas uh, Eve service. And oftentimes it's a candlelight service. So um, pe- you'll walk in and you'll be given a candle mm-hmm. and then at some point in the service everyone lights it up and they dim the lights and um, you sing like the classic Christmas songs and uh, my family did that a few years as well but so many I forgot to mention that many people in Germany also go to church um, Christmas Eve before they meet up with mm-hmm. their families so yep. usually around like four or five p.m. and then afterwards they go to their families forgot to mention that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it in a long time because I'm not religious but I used to go as a kid too mm-hmm. just because like all the other kids went yeah and there was usually um you know I think a lot of them had a nativity play at that mm-hmm. mass too. Yeah, so that's that a was very common nice thing to... here as well as they'll tell the Christmas story through a yeah. play. So it was nice to watch too, like right mm-hmm. before Christmas. So. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of Christmas Eve and then we would just go home and that's when the really real excitement happens because yeah. like I grew up knowing that Santa wasn't real. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Yeah, they didn't, my parents didn't want to lie to me. So it was always a thing that we got excited about, but we knew he wasn't real. So you didn't do the cookie and the milk thing? No, we did that too. And then you knew that your dad took a bite of your cookie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, it just was a story that you kind of played along with, you know? Okay. And so leaving my grandma's place, that's when it got really exciting was because, oh, it's now it's really going to start. Like, we, we got gifts, and my grandma was a smoker, in their, and they smoked inside. So all of our gifts had to stay in the garage Ooh. to air out <laughs> before we were allowed to bring them into our house. So it wasn't like you could do much. And we were all tired. I always remember falling asleep in the car on the way to yeah. my parents' house, or to my house then. Um But yeah, then you get home and you set out the cookies for Santa and you go to bed and you can't fall asleep because you're so excited for what's coming tomorrow morning. And I always remember then um, I would wake up at like 4.30 or 5 in the morning so excited and I would get out of my bed and jump on my parents' bed and wake them up and we weren't allowed to go downstairs. So all of the bedrooms were on the American second floor, German first floor, so Mm -hmm. not the ground floor, but above and Yeah, I would go wake up everyone and get so excited because I'm the youngest in my family yeah. and everyone else was still asleep. So then my parents would get up and go downstairs and I'd hang out with my siblings upstairs until we were allowed to go downstairs. And my dad would always line us up on the stairs and take a family picture of like the three kids ready to go down and see Aww. what Santa brought them. Did you guys dress up in any like specific pajamas or something like sometimes, that? Sometimes, sometimes. Okay. Because um, I see that in, in movies and shows. Yeah, people and dress like... up in like a onesie. Yeah. yeah, it's not something that we did every year, okay. but... Um, but yeah, then we would, my parents would come down the stairs. I just remember seeing my parents in like 
in their robes. Like they just got out of bed mm-hmm. um, drinking their coffee. And then we would run down. Um, and we were really little kids. They used to have a few toys that weren't wrapped that especially mm-hmm. bigger things that would just sit in front of the fireplace. And that's what Santa brought. And then also, um, cause leading up to Christmas, there were already presents under the tree. Okay. So whenever my mom would wrap something, she'd put it under the tree. Oh, okay. Um, now I'm actually wondering if that's how, how it always was throughout my childhood, but I always remember there was a sea of presents under the tree for a couple of days. I feel like in media, I see that a lot too. And I always yeah. wondered if like those are actually real presents or yeah, if they're no. just decoration. In my family, they were always real presents. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we had, we had a tree in a different room. And then like in our family room, we just had our fireplace. But if you see the presents all the time, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, you're good. Don't you like keep wondering what this is? Because you see the yes. shape and the size and then you're constantly like, oh, I, I think it's this that, thing. And that was like a thing too, is like you'd listen to it and like kind mm-hmm. of feel through the wrapping to try to figure out what it was okay um but yeah christmas morning we would always get our stockings then so we would take those off of the fireplace and my mom always got got a socks like that's her thing is there was always a new set of socks in the a sock and a sock essentially was her okay. thought process but we got like bubble gum and candy and sometimes a gift card and that type of stuff in your stocking and mm-hmm. then once we opened up all of our stockings we would then go to where the tree was mm-hmm. and then that's when we would take turns opening one present at a time so okay we, so we all sat there with our pile of presents and we would exchange them then so it's not as chaotic as for us because no. for us it's like everyone go <laughs> well that's how so that's how it was at my grandma's on christmas eve but christmas morning was a little more chill and then that was just my immediate family and then we always went over to my other grandma's uh or grandparents my grandparents were also there <laughs> the granddads were also there um and we would have christmas brunch so people would dress up again and we would go over. My grandma always made like a breakfast casserole. It was like egg and potatoes with mm-hmm. cheese. Like you said, yeah. um, cheese on top. <laughs> um, and yeah, we would always have like, when we were kids, I had orange juice and my grandma always would go get the same donuts. Like they were called yum yums. And then there was a cheese Danish and like a berry Danish. And they're delicious. What's Danish? Um, it's just a type of pastry. Okay. Probably from Denmark. <laughs> we um, have a pastry called Americana in Germany. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, I've never had... Uh, what I don't know exactly what it is, though. Why do people tend to hit, name pastries... After countries? Yeah, after countries, or like, it's people. Okay. Schaut aus wie eine Quarktasche oder sowas. Kind of, yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we should always get the same, same desserts. Um, and then... Now that we're all older, we tend to have like mimosas mm-hmm. and just spend the time together. So then we have normally have brunch and then we go and we have, we open up our presents there. So there's presents on Christmas Eve, presents on Christmas morning, and then presents at Christmas lunch. So lots that of presents. That is one nice life. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of presents. So I don't, I, I don't know if that's really typical for a lot of Americans, um, but that's just how my family did it. And then we would just hang out after we opened all of our presents and have coffee and chill you know and unfortunately that's the only christmas day that you guys have right most do most people get like the 26th and 27th off or i don't know i don't think so no No. i wouldn't say so but then what my family also tended to do um and we don't do this as much anymore but then christmas evening Mm -hmm. the whole family would get back together again and we would have just like a small dinner when we do when do you even split up because like you're just together for brunch and then you like split up for an hour and then you get back together pretty much (laughs) but my all my family lived really close to each other like my grandparents were on the street behind us so it wasn't like we were driving hours and hours there um and then we 
they would come over for dessert. We normally wouldn't have dinner together, I think. And we would have a happy birthday cake for Jesus. Oh, really? Yeah. Because uh-huh. oh, wow. I grew up, I grew up in that. a very uh, religious household. So like we sang happy birthday to Jesus. Then. I didn't know that was a thing that religious people did. I don't know if it is either, but that's what my family <laughs> did. Um, but it, the focus was definitely on Jesus throughout yeah. the whole thing. Um, so yeah, then we would have a, a birthday cake that's crazy. for Jesus. Then. Like, and there was always one candle on there. and But he's not one. He's born. He was just true. born. He's zero. You You're don't correct. usually sing happy birthday for someone who was just born. Well, technically Jesus <laughs> is... 2020 years old so that would be yeah, a lot true. of candles but true <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's what that's what my family would do for christmas kind of like that's the sequence of the actual christmas yeah holiday well as i said in germany we have another extra holiday where like it's a national holiday mm-hmm. where people have off work and no school and i mean of course we have uh, christmas break in school anyways um So I guess we're kind of privileged with all those holidays. And then the next holiday is January 6th, which, as I said, is the uh, day of the Heilige Drei Könige, Three Mm -hmm. Wise Men. But it's also a holiday. I want to say it's not a holiday nationwide, like where everyone gets off work. But I think in Bavaria, for sure, and some other Mm -hmm. states in Germany. Um, And as I said, that's the official end of the Christmas season. And one thing that used to be a tradition, um, I feel like I don't see it as much anymore, is Sternsinger. So like kids especially or other people would dress up as the three Three holy kings or three wise men um, with like, you know, the the clothing that they're Mm -hmm. supposed to have according to the story. And then they would go from door to door and sing songs. Ah, Okay. So kind of like the caroling that we have in the US. Yeah. We didn't talk about that either. Yeah. We didn't talk about Christmas markets either. (laughs) Yeah. I have that on my list still. Um, Yeah. So I guess kind of like that. But at the same time, it's like way after Christmas. And honestly, I'm a bad German right now, but I don't even really know what kind of songs they sing because I haven't seen it in so long. Mm -hmm. But when you're in Germany, you're going to see that a lot of the doors, especially in like residential areas, have these like numbers and stars and like letters on top. Okay. So they write it there with chalk and it usually says something like, I think, K plus M plus B. So the names of the like the let first initials mm-hmm. of the three names of the three kings uh, okay and then it usually i think has like a star and then the i feel like i know what you're talking like about i feel like i may have seen that you before. might have seen it because i've been to germany right after christmas i think i got there like the 27th or 28th and it usually stays there for a while too because mm-hmm. in a lot of cases there's like a roof over the door yeah so it doesn't get washed away by the rain um yeah and that's what they do the Sternsinger, the star singers they're the ones who write it with chalk yeah uh, okay. like when they when they go to that door they leave that there uh-huh. interesting um and yeah as i said I'm, I'm a bad german i don't really know a whole lot more about that tradition so mm-hmm. if you if you guys know more um again let us know in the comments or somewhere um because it's definitely an interesting tradition and it's definitely a christian tradition but it's not it's still it still happens yeah it's just not super super present anymore mm-hmm. i feel like um but yeah besides that the one last thing that i had on my list and we can <laughs> make this briefly is christmas markets and they're very important in germany in bavaria we call them christkindlmärkte yeah. or christkindlmarkt in in the singular and then form then in the north it would be or anywhere other yeah anywhere or, other than bavaria pretty much Weihnachtsmarkt, or some are called Wintermarkt nowadays, mm-hmm. to not exclude any non-Christian people who want to go there and celebrate it. Um, yeah, it's these... It's my favorite thing about Christmas time in Germany. Do you want to explain what it is? Yeah, I mean, so essentially, normally they're in these squares in the city or just a more open area where then people... I'm sure there's an organization that organizes 
organizes it all. But they set, set up these wooden stalls, and each stall kind of has a different thing that they do. So, like, you can buy little trinkets at certain stalls. Um, Glühwein is a huge thing, which it's is... like the main thing. Yeah, it's the main thing. It's <laughs> like drinks and food are, I think, like, one of the main things there. Yeah, yeah. so Glühwein is um, mold wine, so it's heated up, and there are different spices in it, and it's perfect when it's cold outside, and you're just sitting there standing with your friends. Uh, you can get it with, with Schuss. Yeah, you can also get it with a shot of rum normally. Um, and then, yeah, there are different stands, like you said, food. I don't know what are the classic foods that you get, the, the mandeln, the almonds. Gebrannte mandeln, yeah, uh, get... roasted almonds. Mm-hmm. You can get, I mean, there there's a lot of different um, traditional Christmas market food. I think everything that keeps you warm pretty yeah. much. A bunch of like crepes or pancake-like mm-hmm. stuff. Um, lots of um, sausages like bratwurst in, in Brötchen, yeah. in buns. Um Trying to think, like there's, there's a lot. What what do I usually get? You can get real dishes at a lot of them too. Like I think last year I had Kieselspätzle somewhere. Oh, really? I had like dumplings or wow. something like that. Um, but yeah, definitely what's typical is like getting something sweet, like mm-hmm. a crepe, or getting like a sausage. In I haven't. Or so I haven't really been to like a Christmas market in full swing, because I'm normally there. The times that I've been in Germany, it's right when it's starting. Mm-hmm. And there, it, like the first real weekend hasn't started yet, yeah. or I get there right after Christmas, right when things are starting yeah. to close. So down. the markets usually s- close on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So I got lucky and I caught like the end of one market one year, um, but I I would I'm looking forward to being able to really experience them well, in next Florence year maybe because this hopefully year, yeah I mean not... this year this year isn't going to do anything no unfortunately and I'm very sad about that because. You know, Christmas time in Germany is really amazing, and I mean, Christmas time in the U.S. is kind of nice too. But it's more amazing in Germany, in my in my opinion, because like it's less commercialized those... and more. I don't know, more. How do you say? Not authentic, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We kind of like celebrate it more in the in the meaning of celebrian, and I don't yeah. even know how to properly translate that because it's not celebrate. It's, we I talked mean, about this kind of concept when we were talking about food too, and yeah. like meals where you really celebrate the meal and you take yeah. a, take a time out, which you do in the U.S. too for Christmas, um, but it's not over a longer season like like you have in Germany. Yeah, in my experience. And yeah, just like going to those Christmas markets, it's kind of like this um, occasion where mm-hmm. you meet up with your coworkers and your friends like, hey, should we meet up again? Like, let's meet at the Christmas market. Yeah. It's just this nice little thing that you get to do. You mm-hmm. get to meet up with groups of people that you haven't seen in a while. And obviously, and then, of course, you, you drink and then it gets <laughs> even more funny and you can buy like yeah. lots of people buy their presents at Christmas mm-hmm. markets because they, they see something. There's usually lots of handmade stuff, yeah. people who sell their handmade stuff um, there or like, you know, self-made soaps, self-made jewelry, those kind of things. But yeah, unfortunately, it's not going to happen this year, yeah. really, which is very sad. We're kind of lucky in Cincinnati because with the German history, you can't com- compare a German Christmas market with a Cincinnati Christmas market, but there are a couple German organizations here in the city that put on Christmas markets. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of get some of the feeling, but nothing like you get with Germany. But you can it's get still glu- cool. yeah, you can get Glühwein, you can get that yeah. mold wine, you can get the the roasted almonds, yeah. and there are also like people who make 
like artisans who sell their sell their work there yeah. as well. So it's fun to be able to have a piece of that here in the U.S. too. For sure. No, uh, I always loved it because it's like, even though it's not the same at all mm-hmm. and it's not authentic really, yeah. you can still go there with your American friends or even your German fun. friends. Yeah, and just have fun and you can have some Glühwein and just talk about what it's really like. Yeah, kind of. exactly. <laughs> I, I, was, that, was it the Germania Society where they had like Bless a band it. too? And they yeah, could... yeah, yeah. Oh, and the, and the currywurst. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> they had like, they sold something as currywurst, which is like this German Berlin centered snack, yeah. which is like a sausage, but it's cut up mm-hmm. and you, you get it in there's sauce. Curry, yeah, there's like a curry ketchup on it, kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like a sauce. And then um, you eat it with a fork usually. Mm-hmm. And they just gave it to you kind of like as a hot dog <laughs> with no sauce in a bun. Gosh. Just this red sausage it was kind of uh, weird. Yeah, it was not not the same. <laughs> no. But I think with that, I mean, we've we've talked for a long time. This is definitely our longest episode, or is it not? How, I think how it is. I think it is. Yeah, so this yes. is definitely our longest Oof. episode. Um, but we've gotten feedback in the past that if you don't like the length of the episode, that's what the pause button is for. Yes. So That's what I do with podcasts. Yeah, for too. sure. So, I mean... We just didn't want to cut back on all of the stuff that we enjoy about Christmas and wanted to share as much of that as possible with you guys. So whether you celebrate Christmas or not, um, we hope that this gave you kind of a a view into what Christmas is like in both cultures. Um, And we hope that you guys have enjoyed learning and hearing kind of our personal stories and also just generally how Christmas is celebrated in our two countries. Yeah, and probably there was a bunch of stuff that we either forgot or we got a little bit wrong. In that case, please um, add your experiences in the comments below or correct us, please. Or you can also, if you're not watching on YouTube, you can also reach us in other ways. For example, send us an email at understandingtrainstation at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, you can also find us at as Understanding Train Station. Mm-hmm. You can comment there or send us a message there. Um, where else? You can also if support you, us. I was going to say, if you want to give us a Christmas gift, Woo-hoo. you can support <laughs> us on Patreon, which is just a service where it's a monthly subscription. Essentially, you get extra content from us. Yeah, um, a bunch of outtakes every week. Mostly outtakes, yeah. But also, uh, you get to like message us and talk to us, and we have and a monthly Q and A, and yeah. Um, so you can support us there and message us there if you're a member. And then also the final platform that you can reach out to us and support us on is buy me a coffee. Well, you can not so much, not so much message us there, more like just support us. You can leave a message. You can leave a little message true, like a little note. Um, yeah. And it's buymeacoffee.com slash UTS podcast. And it's just a one time little support if you you don't want to subscribe to like a monthly thing Mm -hmm. yeah thank you guys so much for listening we hope you enjoyed it thanks for supporting us um and besides those kind of things of course you can subscribe on youtube you can subscribe on apple podcasts spotify you can leave us a review all those things we Mm -hmm. appreciated um and with that i think you're gonna hear us next week on thursday yes you will so for now it's not christmas yet but i guess merry christmas merry christmas happy yeah and whatever holiday you celebrate or don't we we wish you guys a great holiday season yeah and the the saying of 2020 stay healthy yeah stay healthy please cheers ciao